CD may be in his 30s, but he's still a kid at heart. (laughs) Now, let's get back to a guy that has an unhealthy obsession with a number that offensive linemen wear. With Under the Dome. With the world-famous CD on the game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles. Southwest Louisiana's sports station. Welcome back to Under the Dome with CD right here on the game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station. And I got to say, it's getting to be near that time. You know, next weekend's the Crawfish Festival. But why don't enjoy some a little bit ahead of time with a chance to win a $50 gift, for, gift certificate to Richard Seafood Patio out in Abbeville. It's, they've got some of the best boiled crawfish they also served up some boiled shrimp, crabs, fried and grilled seafood, some great po'boys, and more importantly, a seafood buffet that is unlike any other. That place is fantastic. So make sure you sign up in the game clubhouse at 1037thegame.com or 1041thegame.com for a chance to score a $50 gift certificate to Richard's Seafood Patio. Absolutely. Just get hungry just thinking about it again. I'm trying to lose some weight, you know, trying to get trying to get a little bit more leaner, get back, lose some of that pandemic, uh, let's say, 40 pounds or something. I don't know. But let's try and lose some weight there. Maybe, just maybe, I need to kind of cool it down a little bit with that part. But I know one place you can't necessarily get some great crawfish. Here in Louisiana, you got great crawfish everywhere. But that's out in northern Iowa, where our next guest is coming from. He's a UNI insider, and he is Elliot Clough. Elliot, how you been, man? CD, I'm great, man. Yeah, you're not going to find some great seafood uh, <laughs> in Iowa. I can tell you that right now. You'll, You'll find, find great offensive linemen, not great, uh, great uh, seafood. That's what's about to get to right here. Northern Iowa's finest, Trevor Penning, getting picked by the New Orleans Saints with their second first-round pick at 19th overall. And I think without a doubt, one of the biggest things that I took away was him saying he just loves to legally assault players. <laughs> that that line alone, I'm like, okay, this may be my new favorite offensive lineman. Right, man. And, and that's what he does. That's what he did every single snap uh, w- with the Panthers this last year, especially against FCS competition. Man, he, he looked like he was an NFL lineman, uh, especially against those, those guys in the rest of the Missouri Valley Football Conference. I mean, and... and on top of just that mentality, his athleticism, his strength is is next level. It was just unfair half the time uh, when when the Panthers were were fighting against uh, players and uh, other teams in, in, the, in the FCS. What can you tell me about Trevor Penning outside the fact that he loves to legally assault players and all that stuff? Like he just feels like he is going to be a force to be reckoned with. Especially when I saw a photo. I think I saw it either this morning or late last night of him wearing a kicker's jersey, basically kind of that size, and then within three, four years, the dude is over 300 pounds, and it looks like an absolute bleeping monster. Yeah, exactly. That That's Trevor, man. He came in to UNI knowing not a whole lot about playing offensive line. Um, he, he came from a really small school in Clear Lake, Iowa, worked really hard, ate a ton of food, clearly, got in the weight room, and learned a lot about playing offensive line. And I think that is incredibly indicative as to who Trevor Penning is. You know, I, I received a few questions on Twitter about, 
well, he's he's nasty. He he works hard, right? Or he's he's uh, really athletic, right? But is he going to work hard? Is he going to work on his craft? And I can tell you, one hundred percent, that is what he's going to do. I mean, you don't go from like you said, looks like he's wearing a kicker's jersey until now, where he's weighing three hundred twenty-five pounds, standing at six seven. Trevor Penning is going to work his ass off. That's what he's going to do for for the Saints. And not only that, he might be, you know. He was he was a little boisterous in that interview, right? He's not the 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 craziest interview ever, really. Other than that, I, I've talked with him a few times. I interviewed him this last weekend at UNI's spring game, and he's he's not the the craziest interview in the world. But what he's going to be is loyal, and I, I can tell you one example. You know, UNI plays uh, North Dakota State University to pretty much every year, not this coming year, but but most years. And uh, the the ball boy from from UNI football is is a guy that I speak with fairly frequently, and he sent me a video. One guy from NDSU sort of ran by him, popped the ball out of his hand, and and his name is Matt Gray. And Mac was just kind of confused, like that. Other players don't do that to me. Within the next ten minutes of the game, Penning put that player, that guy, into the ground, and and that's what Trevor is. That's who Trevor is. He's loyal. He's a hard worker, and he's going to be a saint through and through. I can tell you that right now. I can't wait to see what he does with this offensive line because, again, like one of the big needs that the Saints had heading into this NFL draft was, without a doubt, offensive line with the departure of Teron Armstead, who, yes, he, you dealt with him for a while with all those injuries and stuff, but when he was on the field, he made an impact. I think Trevor Penning is that guy that's going to kind of help fill that void and make this offensive line so much better and, more importantly, protect Jameis Winston, who's coming off an ACL injury. Right, exactly. And the, the one thing that, that I will say, and, and we talk about the athleticism, we talk about that, that raw nastiness. For me, I, I think you can trust him more initially within these first maybe few games, maybe a year at right tackle or, or, or maybe somewhere else on the line. He did play right guard a little bit in, in college, not a lot, and most of his snaps were at left tackle. And if you want to put him at right tackle, I think you can do that. I think you trust him a little bit more. That way uh, Jameis can, can have a little bit more awareness as, as to how the, the pockets, whether it's collapsing uh, on Penning or not. But he has all the physical tools and all the traits in terms of who he is as a person, hard work, work ethic, that he can be a left tackle for your team for the next 10 years. I mean, just one, like I said, who he is, he's six seven, three twenty five, and he loves the game of football. He's a guy, he, he's not doing it just because of the lifestyle. He's not doing it just because of the money. You're going to be able to put him in at left tackle. He's going to embrace New Orleans. And, and like I mentioned with, with him not being the most boisterous guy in the world, I think New Orleans is perfect because it's a small market. I think Los Angeles would have been a little, little overwhelming for Trevor. You put him in New Orleans, I think he's going he's gonna to enjoy all the seafood, enjoy the lifestyle of New Orleans and really just be what the Saints need on that left side of the offensive line for the next, like I said, next decade. You bring up the fact he's going to wind up enjoying some of the food here. Hopefully he can stay around where he is now at 325. Because, again, this is, dude, 6'7 frame. Absolutely going to be a monster on the offensive line. I want to to drift away for a little bit before we wrap up here because I know we, we we talk a lot of Trevor Penning and Northern Iowa. I know that's who you cover these days. But before you made the trip over to northern Iowa, you wound up spending some time covering the Pels. You, you, you probably loved the Pels for a good while. What did you think about how this season ended for the Pelicans, being able to make it to the first round, 
but losing in six. And it looks like Zion Williamson is willing to sign a major extension to stick around. Like things are starting to look up a little bit more for the Pelicans franchise, maybe than in the last, let's say, four or five years. Right, CD. You know, when when Trevor was drafted, and I, I put out that that tweet about joining New Orleans media, is like worlds collide. This is crazy. <laughs> but uh, right, you mentioned you mentioned the Pelicans, man. It was almost like once I I stopped covering the Pels and transitioned to covering the the Panthers full time, everything started to change. And you know, I I really believed that was going to happen, even when they were one and twelve or three and sixteen or what they were at one point in time. That Willie Green hire was the foundational change that this franchise needed. I mean, I, I spoke with a, a Suns insider from, uh, I believe it's Arizona Republic, last summer about the Willie Green, the potential of a Willie Green hire. And after that interview, I was all in, and we saw exactly why this this season. I mean, I, he changed that locker room from being a place where players didn't want to be. I think that was pretty clear under Stan Van Gundy. He changed that to being. I mean, Larry Nance says he wants to be around there long term, and and he's been in a few with a few different teams. He's seen a bunch of different places in the NBA, and and Jonas Valanciunas, he signed right away. Brandon Ingram, I've never seen him smile as much as he did this season. This this team, Zion Williamson coming back, they've got about a 25 percent chance of getting a top four pick thanks to the Los Angeles Lakers, which it's just pouring salt in the Lakers' wound, and it's awesome. <laughs> like, I, that- I love it. And and so um, I, this this Pels team they're going to be special for for a while. And I'm man, dude, how can you not love the Jose Alvarado story? Oh my gosh! Like the the being so impactful in the minutes that he got this year. Originally a two way guy, and that's two seasons in a row where they got two way guys that they converted to full uh, full contracts. Him and Najee Marshall. This team they develop players. They've got stars. The future is incredibly bright in, in New Orleans, and I think you can credit Willie Green with that. I think we definitely credit Willie Green with a lot of things. I think we also got to give credit where credit is due to one C.J. McCollum because he has been yep. absolutely phenomenal for this team down the stretch. It's another great trade the team made around the deadline uh, akin to what we saw with the Drew Holiday trade many moons ago. Right, exactly. Uh, adding Adding C.J. was another foundational piece because it's that leadership and that experience that you have from a Garrett Temple, like, like they were looking for at the beginning of the season from Garrett Temple, from Tomas Sadaransky, but you pair it with superstar talent. And it's, it's a different type of leadership when you get it from a superstar. And on top of that, you, I mean, it's the on-court product, right? And, and, you know, it, it, the thing that I think was really outstanding about this season, too, when, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring it all back to Willie Green again, is that Nikhil Alexander-Walker, Josh Hart, clearly did not want to leave New Orleans. They did not want to leave. They stuck around, went to that game. Josh Hart came back to the Smoothie King Center to watch the, the Pels play in, in that final game against the Suns. I mean, it, it's not just the on-court product. I mean, like, like it's, it's great to have this talent. It's great to have C.J. McCollum now in, in New Orleans, but it's not just that. Now it's what's going on in the locker room, what's going on in the city. There's a buzz in New Orleans. And, and like the sentiment, it, I mean, the, the common sentiment is you love the city, you show love to the city, they're going to love you back. And that's what's happening for the Pels right now. And I can tell you right now, New Orleans is a basketball city. I, I love it, man. 
Elliot, thank you so much for coming on, my man. We'll talk to you down the road. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, brother. CD, I appreciate you, man. Thanks so much. All right, that was Elliot Clough. Appreciate him joining the program. We're going to kind of keep this ball of wax rolling, getting ready to wrap up the hour. You know what that means? Time for my fave five picks to click for this weekend. Last weekend, not so good. Mind you, if I if I miss out on one, it's all over in terms of the parlay. But this past weekend was a definition of Mad Men Not Great Bob. Back after this, right here on the game. 1037 Live Yet and 1041 Lake Charles. We are Southwest Louisiana Sports Station.